Welcome back. Welcome back. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Today we will be talking about a perfect God versus an imperfect people. A perfect God versus an imperfect people. Something that is imperfect is characterized by defects or weaknesses. It lacks completeness. Now, it lacks completeness. I want to deal with this. This is um, a great subject that I think could be um, turned into multiple series in which we may do because we know that we are an imperfect people, but we serve a perfect God and in his majesty and in his grace and mercy, he loves us being as flawed as we are. I was thinking along um, different stories, you know, in the word of God and I, my mind took me to the children of Israel and it's so befitting for where we are today um, in this world, um, because we have so much disobedience in the land and we have so many questions and so many unanswered, uh, questions that we have and, and so many things that are, are just going haywire that we have no idea sometimes about. And some of us do know what's happening, but I encourage the people of God to seek the Lord and let the Lord lead us, um, as leaders, um, to rightfully, uh, discern the scriptures and rightfully know what the Lord is saying um, in this time. And if we don't know, just continue to stay prayerful as God lead us. Um, I was thinking about the promises that God had made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Um, and he was beginning to lead the children of Israel um, out of Egypt. And a lot of times God, he wants to lead us out of a thing. And we we take 50, 60 days or you know months to, to come out of a thing. Um, and as we know, the children of Israel, they wandered in the wilderness for 40 days. Um, I don't know about you, but I want to I want to be in a position that when God speaks, I answer. And when God speaks, my ears is attentive to what he is trying to say. I don't want to come out of a thing to continue to go back in the thing. And then God delivers me out of a thing. And then I continue to go back in that thing. Once God delivered me out of Egypt, I want to stay out of Egypt because the Bible lets me know whom the son set free is free indeed. This blessed me. This blessed me so much because as I began to ponder and think on um, the children of Israel and how God led them and the Bible, we know that the, the, the Bible uh, says that God always led them uh, by a pillar of fire and or a cloud. And that represented either the day or the night. That was God's manifested present to them to let you know that when you see this, this is my presence. When you see this cloud and you want to travel by day, look for the cloud. Lord have mercy. I'm getting excited. Look for the cloud during the daytime because when you see that cloud move, you need to move with me. When the cloud stops, then you need to stop. When they wanted to travel by night, God provided the fire at night. That was God's manifested presence. What are we simply saying? No matter which way they wanted to go, whether it was day or it was night, God was letting them know that I am there with you. Even through it all, just look for my presence. Just look for my presence. This um, this fire we have as a church, Lord, it's almost like it is going out. It is dim. Nobody is seeking God. Nobody is praying anymore. Nobody is worshiping God. Well, I, let me let me kind of backtrack that because there are still some people that is seeking God's face daily. There are some people that are saying, listen here, 
This flesh have got to die and I have got to get to God by any means necessary. I don't care how flawed I am. I don't care how jacked up I am. I don't care how messed up I am. I realize that I am an imperfect person, but I serve a perfect God and he which is perfect, oh God, can deliver me from who I am and can deliver me from the mess that I am in. I begin to think on this and I begin to say, well, God, was it, what is it that you really are trying to get us to see? And he said, I'm trying to take the people back here. I'm trying to get them to see that I'm with them no matter what they're in. I'm with them day or night. The Bible says that what they did is um, when, when, when the fire showed up or when the cloud showed up and it stopped, they set their camp up directly underneath it. The Levites, they did that. They set it up. They set that tabernacle. This blessed me. They set the tabernacle directly underneath the cloud. So God's presence was visibly in the center at all times. They didn't try to figure out where God was. They didn't try to figure out, is he to the left, to the right? Because they set him in the center. What am I saying? That God has got to be the center in your life. He got to be the center above and beyond everything else. We know that we make mistakes. Yes, we do. We're not perfect. Only God is perfect. But when the perfect one is in you, then I believe that you can operate and be perfect. In the book of Hebrews, it says he will make you perfect to do his will. God will make you perfect to do his will his will working in you, that which is well-pleasing in his sight, in God's sight. So let me just encourage you a little bit. Don't get discouraged at your shortcomings. Don't get discouraged at, at your falls and your hiccups, but strive, strive to make it, strive to be all that God is calling us to do, to be imperfect. Listen to this. To be imperfect is to be categorized by a defect or a weakness to be categorized by a defect or a weakness. Something that has a weakness is insufficient. It cannot perform at its natural ability. Sometimes when, we, when we're thinking along things of a vision, let's look at it this way. I'm imperfect, but I yet love God. I'm imperfect, but my vision is flawed. I have a defect. If my vision is flawed, then I cannot see properly the things that God want me to see. If I'm lacking completeness and I'm lacking knowledge, then I don't know what God really wants me to know because I'm imperfect. I'm incomplete. I'm still in process at some temporal point. I'm still in process. What am I saying? I have not arrived yet, but I'm striving to make it. I may be in a temporary place to get to a permanent place, but in my temporary state, I got to get to where God want me to be. I'm unenforceable without legal effect. We got to get to a place and God, people of God, we got to get to a place because when the enemy comes in, when the enemy comes in and he tries to distract us, we cannot, we cannot um, move uh, how, how do I want to say that? We cannot move illegally. So anytime that we are out of the divine will of God and the enemy comes, we know that the enemy is illegally trespassing. But if we are operating in the things that the enemy 
uh, wants us to operate, then we're unenforceable as well. We're without legal effect. I cannot properly bind up. I cannot properly cast down the things that God has given me the power to, to bind and loose. I have to make sure that I stay in position. I have to make sure that I stay in place and I have to make sure that it's done properly in order for me to uh, to um, really assassinate and attack the enemy's kingdom. Anything that's imperfect is immature. And a lot of times what happens in the body of Christ, we have an immature people. We have people that are um, in a, a rudimentary stage, elementary that we are not able to be mature enough to understand and discern what God is saying to us. I'm imperfect. I'm limited. Um, I'm not. It's controlled. Something that's limited is controlled. I don't. I have boundaries. But in God, that there, there are boundaries. But when I'm when I'm up against opposition, I have the will of God in me. So there is no limit to what God can do. I'm imperfect which means I'm partial, that there is a separation. But look at this. It's okay, in essence, to be imperfect because I have not arrived yet. We don't want to be imperfect and remain imperfect. I took this because imperfect can be separate, but it's also an exclusive. I know that I'm an exclusive piece and God has separated me, okay? He said, be ye separate and come from amongst them, right? But I, I'm I'm exclusive. I've chosen God. Have chose me to do a work. God, you've chosen me to do this work, but I'm not perfect. But allow the perfect one in you, so I no longer be sketchy. I'm no longer insufficient. I'm no longer faulty. I'm no longer I'm not reliable to to answer the call of what God is calling me to. I have to allow the perfect one, the excellent one, the one that's impeccable. God, God, listen, God's, God's character is superb. It's unflawed. It's guaranteed. No ands, if, buts about it. He said, look, anything that is perfect has been tried. So when I have the one that has been tried in me, then I know what I speak has already been approved. I know what I speak have already uh, been constant. There's a constant there's a consistency about something that is perfect because it's sound. It's sound mind. And when we are not perfect, we are double-minded. We are unstable. So we have to allow God to lead us in this time. We have to allow God to lead us in this season. Anything that is perfect, y'all, listen, it conforms absolutely to the description or defining of something. It is complete. It conforms. It needs no improvement. We serve a perfect God who is excellent. We serve a perfect God who is complete beyond practical or theoretical improvement. He needs no improvement because he's already been tested. He's already been proved. He's already been tried. Why? Because he's sitting. How do we know that? He's sitting at the right hand of the Father, y'all. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father. So in this, I want to encourage you. We will probably deal with this a little later. This has gotten me excited because I understand that I am imperfect, but I serve a perfect God. And because I serve a perfect God, then I know that I can live a perfect life. Will I be perfect and dot every I and cross every T? No, but I have a perfect 
example in front of me on how to live, how to seek God, how to continue to walk according to his will and according to his way. Look, look at this. I want to touch this a little bit because the Bible says this, that even in, even through me living imperfect, I understand that I am more than a conqueror. I can make it. I have to continue to seek God and seek his faith because time is out, time out right now to play with God. Time is out. I'm, I'm not going to deal with who can do what and who can't, but you see a lot of things nowadays. Um, on Facebook, on Instagram, on social media, and everything goes, everything goes, everybody is saved, everybody has salvation, everybody has Christ, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna touch that, and I'm not gonna judge that, because we have to have our own individual relationship with God, but I tell you, as for me and my house, I will not, and I, I, I'll say this, I will say this with um, complete boldness, and I will not take this back, I will not make God's name shame. I will not profess God and have it questioned by who I am. That's just me because God has been really good to me. The Bible says this, blessed is the man that endureth temptation for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life. And then it goes on, you know, the book of James, it begins to talk about how lust is conceived and, 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 but you're, the Bible says this, lust is conceived when you're drawn away by your own lust. Listen, he said, don't let a man say, and I may be paraphrasing it here. He said, let no man say when he is tempted, he is tempted of God. And a lot of times say, oh, I've been tempted. But the Bible says there is no temptation that is taken us such as is common unto man. But God is faithful who will not suffer him to be tempted above that which he is able. But will with that temptation make a way of escape. We always got a way out because we got the perfect one in us. Not saying that the tribulation is not going to come, but when it comes and you give in to that thing, the Bible lets us know this clearly. You are drawn away by your own lust and enticed. What happens? What happened? You have been drawn away. That's your own lust within you. Yes, we all have some in us. So when that lust come, then we got to get before God and say, God, purge me. Purge me with his sub. Do this thing in me again. God, I don't want this. I want to be able to cast this down. But because I'm imperfect and because I have, I'm limited and because I'm on the enemy's territory, then I don't have power. I don't have the law. I don't have, um, I, it's illegal. It's illegal for me to operate in something that I'm really not living in. I, I think I'll say that again. It's illegal for me to operate in something that I'm really not living in. So that power is ineffective. The Bible lets us know this. He said, lust is conceived. Because we know that it's our own lust, right? I'm, I'm just going to make this thing as plain as it can and get on out your way. Basically, what it is, is you ent you you drawn away by your own lust and then lust of conceive, okay? Lust basically get pregnant and have a baby and then it die. And then we go back to God and say, oh God, what happened? No, you, you were drawn away because that was never the will of God for your life. Allow God to take away what needs to be taken away. God is trying to call us out of something old and bring us into something new. So I am encouraging, I'm encouraging everybody. Let God, let's come out of Egypt and let's get to the promised land. Come out of Egypt and let's get to the promised land. God, what is the promised land? Heaven is my goal and I cannot play with, I cannot afford to play with my life. Not in this time, not in this season. God is rapturing people out of here and I wanna make sure that I'm in a place in God so that I'm properly, that I'm properly doing what God is calling me to do. I'm properly laying before God. I'm properly listening and I'm keeping my ear open to what God has for me. So I encourage the people of God. I encourage you everywhere to keep God first, not according to what man say, 
but according to what God says. What is God saying for me? Yes, I'm an imperfect person, but I serve a perfect God who is more than capable, who has been tested, who has been approved. And my proof is in the pudding because he's sitting at the right hand of his father and he's coming back for an imperfect church. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you is my prayer. Until next time, be blessed. 